The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. Well, hey there. Thanks so much for joining us and hanging out a little bit on the Light FM. Eager to introduce to you this week on Community Spotlight two amazing journalists and reporters for World News Group's World Watch, Michelle Slavin and Hannah Harris. Ladies, thanks for coming on today. World Watch is a 10-minute news program produced for teens that helps them see current events and give them a biblical perspective on how God might see those things, too. So, ladies, thanks for coming in today. Hey, Braxton. Thanks for having us. Of course. So, man, this is so exciting because there's just, when you think about world news, people think about bad news, right? But that's the cool thing about what you guys do, creating a positive spin for kids and youth to see the world with a positive Christian worldview. So we'll talk a lot about World Watch with what you guys do. Uh, but first, uh, for the thing that a lot of people are very familiar with is World News. So I guess give us a little overview, Hannah, about uh, I guess sort of the passion that drives World News. Yeah, at World News Group, we uh, have been providing journalism, reporting um, that's based in facts and biblical truth and knowing that um, there is objective truth and that we as Christians, um, how we see the world through a biblical lens, that's going to affect how we interpret the things that are happening in the world around us. Um, And so even when we do see bad or difficult news, we know that um, God is sovereign and that he's holding the world in his hands. And so we can have hope through that, even when we're hearing about really sad um, news and just to be able to to have hope in that fact. Yeah, it's so important, you know, because it's easy when you see something on social media or you see something on the news or whatever, you hear it in the, you know, the workplace. It's so easy to get stressed or have that anxiety. And I think over the last two years, those things have, have grown even more. And so what do you guys do when you guys are like on the front lines? You hear this stuff without a filter all the time. For you, when you kind of feel that, you know, anxiety, those emotions welling up inside you, what what do you turn to? What are some things that you're able to do to, I guess, steer that in a different direction, you know? Yeah, well, so we're both reporters on World Watch, a new video program we have out for teens. And every day we end the show with, Whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand. Mm. I've had coworkers repeat that back to me because there are days where you're you're stuck in the research and you're you're stuck in a story, and you do feel a little hopeless because it just seems like so many things are happening all at once, and it's hard it's hard to see the good in that. But remembering at the end of the day, we do serve a good God who loves us and wants to work all things together for our good. Yeah. That that helps to bring us back to that and. I think also when we're going in on a story, a lot of times you come at news, you hear news, and it feels sensationalized. And that's, you know, you want the things that's going to get the clicks. But with World News Group, you know, we, we do want to get to those facts. And we don't, wanna, we don't want a story that is going to get clicks. If people are informed by it, that's, that's our goal is to help inform and um, help people look at their world critically. But we're not trying to get clicks. We're not trying to get people to a shock and awe factor. It's yeah. just the facts and reporting on that. Yeah, and perspective. You right. Know, too. That's so key for teens with World Watch. I think that's so great to have that short daily program that kids can watch 
that will give them that 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 starting point for their day to give them that positive mindset. Share share a little more about uh, World Watch. Yeah, we're always working to find that balance between helping kids be informed about the world and what's happening around them, but then also giving them the tools and even equipping their parents to be able to have some of those discussions with them. So we're not necessarily trying to tell the kids exactly how to interpret this, but we're trying to give them some of those facts and help them, encourage them to ask questions. And then their parents can take some of those things and further those discussions. And then we also balance that with some fun stories and some good news so that they're still excited. They can learn about, you know, an artist or a science topic or etymology. So we we cover a wide range of topics um, just to appeal to a lot of different interests. And to that, um, Hannah was talking about how it opens up the conversation. It's kind of a launch pad for parents. I mean, kids are hearing about these things everywhere anyway. So this is, like you talked about, that that hopeful stance at the news. It's not necessarily positive, but it's hope-filled. And then a lot of families have said, this is how we pray in the morning. So we use this as a platform, like, okay, this is what's going on in the world. This is how we pray for our world. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, we did a story uh, recently just about some of the Nigerian schoolgirls that were being kidnapped, and it was such a heartbreaking story to write, and just seeing some of that video and their families. Um and then, like, within a few hours of the show being posted, we were getting emails from people saying, we want to donate, we want to pray, like, can you tell us more about this? And it was young kids saying, I want to give my allowance money and I want to help. And just to realize that this was having an impact on kids and that yeah. they were caring about people who were living across the world from them. Yeah, that's got to be really cool for you guys to hear those stories, you know, from families and say, wow, this is what I get to do every day. Yeah, for sure. It definitely feels like that. And also that we get to learn about these things as we report on them. So um, both of us have talked about in college, we felt like we had a wide array of interests and didn't really know, like, what kind of career can I do with that? And this job perfectly fits that because you get to learn about so many different things and then you get excited about them and you pass that along to other kids and even adults that watch the program um, and they get excited about those things too. Yeah. So when you try and come up with, you know, the stories that are going to be on each World Watch, what, uh, you know, it's that's 10 minutes is not a long time to fit all that in. You're telling us. <laughs> <laughs> How do you filter all that and decide what makes World Watch? Yeah, so three days a week we have a morning editorial meeting over Zoom, and we, we go through the news, and someone has set up a lineup. So Hannah and I both help with lineups, but um, one of our colleagues, Rich Bishop, does a lot of that. And we go through and we talk about the stories. We That's where any pushback happens. Like, I'm not sure that sounds biased or that sounds like we don't necessarily want to go with this angle. Let's try this angle. Um, so we, we discuss how, how we want the show to go. We time it out. So each story has a specific amount of time. Usually the features that we are working on are about two minutes. Uh, I am notorious for writing long. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we, we do try to keep it tight. And occasionally, um, like Hannah talked about, we do cultural stories or high interest, human interest stories. And sometimes at the end of the day, uh, some of the top news stories just took too much time to tell because we needed all that information in there. So we'll we'll push some of those evergreen stories is what we call them, their interests, but they don't necessarily have to run on a time frame. Right. Um, so we'll push that back a day and work it into another show. But that's kind of how we, we stay on track with time is we talk about it, we try to stay tight, but occasionally we got to bump a story back and that's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so I guess give give the listeners just a little bit of an overview of, hey, this is 10 minutes. In that 10-minute time, this is kind of what to expect, and what we want you to get from that 10 minutes is this. Anna? Yeah, we start off with the top of the show is, you know, the most newsy, relevant kind of current event things. Um, we try to cover a mix of international and U.S. news. So we want kids to have a global perspective, but also know that most of our viewers, but not all of them, are living in the United States. Um, so we kind of cover a couple of those, usually like two to three that are especially like hard hitting news stories. And then we'll kind of have a maybe newsy but fun story. And then we'll have a little bit of a break. And then following the break, there are two feature stories. Those go a little bit more in depth. Um, We always say at World that good journalism is explaining journalism. So a lot of times in your, your typical news, you'll hear a term and it won't necessarily be explained. It'll just be assumed that you know what it is. So we'll maybe explain something that we talked about earlier in the show. Maybe it's an economic concept or something like that um, and get a little more in depth, maybe cover the history of an event, something like that. Um, Or it'll be, you know, one of those human interest stories we talked about earlier. And then we'll end the show with some lighthearted, fun, kind of here's some good news things that are happening. Are you guys hearing from a lot of schools that'll play this in the mornings or I guess homeschools too would be popular with this? Yeah, a lot of lot of homeschool families, but we are in a lot of schools now, and we've actually gotten to go and um, see some of these classrooms, meet some of these students and teachers, and it's it's really weird to watch them watch the show because we've watched the show with them while we were there. But right. cool to see how kids are engaging and just that they do care about the world around them, and it's not just a distant thing because they're hearing it all the time. They are engaging with the news and want to know more about it. Yeah. When you get to hear from some of those kids or families that, uh, you know, do watch every day, what are some of the most, uh, I I guess, exciting things that you get to hear from them about? Usually the first question is, where's the big bash? That (laughs) Brian Basham is our host um, and he is just a wonderful character. Um, And so he really is drives the show, I would say, drives the energy of the show. but it usually we'll ask kids, like, what's what's your favorite part of the show? Do you like the science stories? It's not like we're going to change the content we're, we're producing based on what they say. But it's it's just interesting to know how each kids connect with a different part of our show, whether that's some kids really loved stories about shipping. There was the shipping container, uh, the was it ever given mm-hmm. that got stuck in the Suez Canal? And one kid said, that was just the best story. I love that you guys kept talking about that. And so it's just funny it's stories that you would never expect kids to connect with that they just really pick up on and run with and are excited about. Wow. That's yeah. And great. especially within one family, we'll have, you know, a homeschool family come through and they've got kids from, you know, two or three or four years old to high schoolers and, you know, they'll watch the show together and, they'll all have different interests and they'll all have like pulled different things out of the show. And, you know, some of the younger ones, it's maybe a little bit over their head, but there's still like things that they're retaining that you maybe wouldn't even expect that they're paying attention to that closely. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good for, for the, the younger kids to have that, you know, cause I think a lot of parents these days are like, man, I wish I had that when I was a kid, you know? And so this is yeah. so cool to have that Christian worldview of those stories. That's, I I love this. And so where can folks, what's the best way to watch it each day? 
They can go to our website, worldwatch.news. We also just recently launched an app, and we're on Roku and Apple TV. Um, you can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for World Watch News, and we'll connect with you there. So World Watch app, or is it World, World Watch News app? What is that? So the website is worldwatch.news. So if you're searching for us online, but I believe the app is just World Watch. Yeah, yeah if cool. you search yeah. in your app Great. store. Great. Well, hoping that folks can do that. And uh, this is really exciting and uh, to, to hear some of the things that you're passionate about and that, uh, you know, you're just so engaging with those teenagers and, and helping them shape, you know, what the way God sees things, you know. I, you know, God, it's so I just love getting to hear from other people that have that kind of perspective on news because God loves each and every one of us so deeply and he wants us to be able to see the things the way he does. And mm-hmm. so many times we miss it. And so I'm so thankful for, you know, the work of the entire organization of the World News Group, but also this World Watch as well. So thank you guys for what you do and for for sharing today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. If you'd like to listen to any previous episodes of Community Spotlight, you can anytime on the Light FM app or when you text the word Spotlight to 800-293-1069.